Welcome to the 8 News Show. I'm your host, Andrew, and today I'm coming from the Northern Territory of Australia at, a play, at, a, at the Wettigen Conference, uh, the First Nations Tribal Conference. Now, should I say it's being run by the OTSF organisation, meaning the Original Sovereign Tribal Federation. Federation. Uh, and so, thank you so much, Sandy. Uh, so, everyone, um, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I'm here with a lady by the name of Sandy Ross. Welcome, Sandy. How are you? Yes, good. Thank you, Andrew. Excellent. Thanks. So, you've written a few books. Actually, two, and I've got a third one uh, in progress. I do journaling. So, with what's been happening uh, lately, especially from uh, from this event, um, there's so much, uh, that there's going to be out in my third book. I think the third book will be it, but, um, the journey that I've written my book in the starting of Warren is, um, is part of my, uh, great grandmother's story. And the interesting part with uh, the story in South Australia is that uh, I've written about the letter of Peyton in 1836 mm-hmm. and, um, and how that developed, um, South Australia as a supposed free state and the free state I think meant the Freemason state. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So um, when I was about 11, uh, my mother told me about Johnny Lyons and I thought, oh, okay. It just came out of nowhere. Mum just mentioned it. That this was a man in your history and an Indigenous man in in your lineage? No, well, I didn't really know where it was from, it, this was the story that led me into a little bit of a vest investigation. This is what be, led you to become an author. Is yes, that right? Yes. Well, so before we continue, had you ever written any books before? Never. No. Wow. And you've now had three books published. No, two published two and published. one uh, one in the making that wow. I'll be doing when I finished um, uh all the events that have happened for my t- first book, which was published in 2018, mm-hmm. Warren, is means knowing and believing. Now, knowing and believing and through research, I found that Westerners always have to say seeing and believing. That's mm-hmm. where the scientists came in. The scientists came in, there was a divide about spirituality versus scientific and so um, this was part of my, just my own curiosity. And I really got into, hang on, I've got, uh, anyone knows astrology, you've got three planets in Scorpio. So right. I'm a bit of an investigator. Okay. 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 <laughs> right. That's um, really interesting. So you went right down the garden path on this one. Obviously. Right. I mean, to write a book, you you would generally think you would do, but I know from talking to you that you've spent a long time researching this now. Oh, definitely, yes. And through my journey with uh, my ex-partner, Peter Watts, who's in the book, because we travelled up north and this is where I found about, out about communities. We both worked for uh, e- e- East Kimberley uh, community development programs. Mm-hmm. So we were able to go out onto communities and I did women's business and he did men's business. Wow. And then he was also advocating against the... Um, uh, not the nuclear, oh, uh, yes. Australian nuclear free. And so I learnt. And what, what, what era was this? Sorry. 
Um, well, this was in uh, probably uh, 2010, 2011. Wow. So much happened in oh, around that time, didn't it? My Yeah. It, it was really uh, mind-blowing for me because I'd um, – well, I was in my, my 60s then. Mm. So this was um, – from being told at 11 about Johnny Lyons, which wow. I always had on me, uh, I thought, oh, okay, yes, I'll go on this journey with you. And it was a free trip and I'm advocating for uh, things that I believe in and, uh, you know, the, the nature and the spirituality. So we ended up getting a, a couple of jobs up there, working at Derby, Kununurra, uh, Hills Creek, and um, so that opened So that was a real con connecting time for you? Yes. Yes, that's where I really felt um, my Indigenous side uh, coming through. Yeah, well, you'd never made connection to that previously. No, no, life. no. Well, that's really interesting. Hey, look, just a quick one for our audience. Mm -hmm. um, everyone, as you know, you would know if you've listened to the last three podcasts I've posted, um, I'm in the Northern Territory, as I said in the introduction, uh, today's Wednesday, isn't it? Is that right? Or is it Thursday? Thursday. Time goes when you have Gosh, fun. <laughs> well, I've, I've been living out of a tent for over two weeks now, I'm pretty sure. No, um, I'm one day off two weeks. That's oh. right. Yeah, 13 days. So you, you, uh, you tend to get lost. But everyone, just for your understanding, um, we do have a little bit of wind blowing through. I've got this um, incredible little makeshift studio set up, <laughs> which... Um, I'm sad to say I've had to share this afternoon. So if you can hear people speaking in the background, that's because we're sharing the space today. Yes. Uh, and uh, just to give everyone a little bit of background on um, just what's occurred before we've started the recording today, I had no end of issues <laughs> just getting the power running. So we're out in uh, we're out in the bush. Mm -hmm. We're 30 minutes drive outside of Alice Springs. And this is the kind of shit that happens. <laughs> and um, you've just got to love it. It's been a great time. Are you having a good time? Oh, look, I'm just loving it because, um, and, and the sharing is with the elders who are getting their feet done. So that's a very special mm. event for them. And so I, I say, no, this is actually how we are. Yes. We just go with the flow and we share and communities look after each other. That's right. And that's, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the, um, the people who have run this, are running this little operation next to us, um, uh, understood that I was getting a little bit frustrated, but, uh, that was purely out of the fact that, uh, I just can't seem to sit down and have a conversation with anyone. And would you ever believe it was that difficult? Well, um, but in the bush it is. It is. It and is, and yes. you're a perfectionist at your job, I must say, Andrew. Thank and you. I think that you're like a dog uh, on a bone. You're not going <laughs> to give up. <laughs> I, I've got <laughs> I a little, I think I've got a little bit of a re reputation like that. <laughs> um, but hey, that's what opens doors, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's about taking a gamble, taking a chance in life that's and then right. just not giving up because, you know, we don't work on really time. Mm. And so the people, you know, there wasn't one yesterday with with a, a therapy going on so it happened today and we had all those issues but yeah. you know what you do is you just sit back and learn to relax and deep you do. breathe you do mm -hmm. and i mean the the thing that's so beautiful and wonderful about here and look let's talk about that for a second because mm. i can't wait to ask you i've got a question in, that i've been wanting to ask you for some time now yes just since we've been hanging out this afternoon but um yes how do you feel about uh, being here and what's occurring here 
And and what would you say that's the most special thing that's happening here at the moment? Well, I've actually been privileged to be asked here by Grandmother Malara, who I've been working with at the Elders Mystery School up in Brisbane for about eight to ten years now. And I don't think I would have come because my journey's been quite um, a lone journey because I didn't belong to a community. Mm. And um, uh, so that makes it a little bit difficult as a a woman. But... um, I've been determined to find out about my great-grandmother's healing abilities that was taken away by the South Australian government through a, um, a royal commission in 1995. Oddly enough, that's the, uh, day, the year and the day that my mother passed. And uh, again, I do um, uh, astrology and oddly enough, on the day, well, the 27th, like you, I've lost the days, mm. but the 27th is a Saturn cycle. That was yesterday, I believe. Yes. Yeah. With this event, what we're doing here and uh, what this organisation is doing. Oh, is that a special thing, is it? Oh, well, it's a Saturn cycle, which means that after 20, from 28 to 30 years, there's a new responsibility that's coming. And yes. so the, the, the death of my mother and the story with John Lyons, it's all, it's everything's in sequence, you know. Yeah. So, um, and it makes sense to me because it validates the spirituality. The journey that I've done is very, very spiritual because I work with the ancestors and um, I trust them implicitly. And it's like having a higher source, whether it's God, whether it's Islam, it doesn't matter. If there's a higher source that I've had to uh, believe in. And my second book, which is Soul of Woman Embraces Heart of Man, is basically the soul, the miwi, is what has been taken away through uh, Christianity, really, uh, because they deal with, they, they didn't actually. Um, uh, acknowledge the soul. So with this book, Warren, which means it is the me, we, it is the soul of us. Mm-hmm. And I grabbed it because my spirituality has always been, um, I've been always questioning things as a kid. Like, So how does that tie into being here? You, you, um, you feel as though, do you feel as though the things that you're speaking about now are the things that are being addressed by this conference? Oh, definitely. With the women's business, we've just gone, this has been so special because the power of the women now and the group that we've organised, it's uh, Australia-wide. There's people from, you know, Western Australia, South Australia and um, the East Coast, which have had, you know, floods and up Queensland and Victoria. It's it's very, very powerful. And it's quite, I, I believe in divine timing. Mm-hmm. So my book, even though it was written in 2018, my book, I'm actually now uh, taking action with what, what I've written because I've visualised quite a few things on my healing, working with ancient healings like astrology, Enneagram, um, numerology, uh, and I've actually put things together to open up the EQ, which is the emotion and feelings, whereas when I went to school, it's all about the IQ, mm. about the mind, because mm. they wanted to, that's the right, um, the left side of the brain. Mm. So I describe this in my book, on the right side of the brain, I'm very right-brained. Yes. You know, because I'm spiritual, I take a chance, I'll take a risk, and, um, you know, um, so that's all explained in my book. 
And then it just explains, I do human development, uh, Ericsson's human development, which is eight stage for the Westerners. Um, I went by uh, Minnie, uh, Min, Mia, uh, her book, uh, Under the Kwandong Tree, uh, has five stages. So just writing up those two human developments, I just thought, oh, I wish I was, you know, back in uh, my Aboriginal or original people's living because I just yeah. got it. Yeah, and yeah. so much more positive than uh, going through the Western system. So I've just tried, I come as a two-way culture because the protocol for, for traditional or tribal people is very much different from what I've grown up. Yeah, I can mm. imagine. Yes. I can imagine. Were you, your parents were already mixed race anyway, right? Well, my dad was Scottish. Okay. Yeah, and my mum's side came, you know, I'm a third generation, so, right. um, and I, I look white. So I've had a few issues being accepted Yeah. Um, with uh, bringing back history uh, which I've had to find out myself. Which, yes. I've had to investigate and go back to country and they know my story and they've tried to just guide me that, no, it's this way. And I said, no, I don't, I don't go there. I don't believe that because it wouldn't have been a, a it wouldn't have been a white woman in 1840 getting pregnant to a black man. That would not have been accepted. Right. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. But just speaking about the conference that's going on here. Oh, definitely. Moment, yes. Yeah. Um, what is it you think that's the most special thing that's occurring here at the moment? I think it's just acknowledging the values, the uh, the moral um, storytelling and the intent of our original people. Mm. That's the first thing that I really wanted to write about because in my heart and my miwi, I, which I didn't know about, I've known that it's grown stronger and I explain to people, uh, and this is what's happening now by talking through people, you know how you sort of say, and to the women especially, oh, I should have followed my gut. Yeah. So the miwi is part of the umbilical cord through uh, my Indigenous findings art, okay. connected to Mother Earth, and it's the soul. So it's not about the heart and it's not about the head. And when they say, I follow my heart, I said, no, no, not now. I said, through wars, through patriarch um, programming, we've, we've, been, we've destroyed our heart and our mind is all fogged, you know, especially now with COVID uh, being coming in yeah. and drugs and, and um, you know, just anything to sort of derail us on our spiritual journey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our water, we're forcibly medicated through our water supply. Oh. Yeah. Like with fluoride. I mean, there's yeah. so much evidence so, now. So, are you saying that um, the the things that are trying to be that they're trying to achieve here is really a revolution for the acknowledgement of humanity? Exactly. In so many ways. Yes. Um, and uh, I think that's extremely positive. Oh, it's very positive, and I really stick to humanity because I've had to learn to do the right protocol if I go into country and just say, look, I'm I'm not if I'm if I'm talking men's business when I shouldn't be, I, I apologise. Yeah. So I go in, you know, and I just always explain I'm a two-way culture, but my spiritual, this is a spiritual journey for me, for yeah. humanity. Yeah. And I explain about um, I'm not them because then they label me a bit of a feminist. And I said, listen, this is how I explain it. You've got a human body. You've got a male. 
we've got male and female cells in each human. So a male might have more female cells than the male cells. So he might be more sensitive yeah. and more right-brained. And you might have a female that has more male cells. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So she might be, you know, out there and be labelled. Be the, be the man of the house. Yeah, be the man of the house sort of thing. So I said, forget that. Mm. That's getting, getting away from them against us. Mm. We all have to work together. Yeah, that's right. And that's the thing that I really appreciate with this. There's none of those new values here. Did you notice something else? I'll tell you, you, you yep. know, you, you talk about a spiritual side. Mm -hmm. um, I recognised something this morning. Mm -hmm. um, yes, it was this morning. Yeah. It hit me. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. As I was, as uh, my, myself and Dara were driving up here. Yes. Um, a couple of days ago. Uh, actually, it was on the journey out to here from Alice, the yeah. half-hour drive. Uh, my sunglasses snapped in half. Oh. And maybe it was a couple of days. It was a couple of days before we arrived, actually. And then um, on the day we arrived, Dara's sunglasses broke as well. Wow. Now, we haven't both haven't been able to wear sunglasses since we've been here. Do you know what I realised this morning? What did you? No one here is wearing sunglasses. Now, what that says to me is that, um, and I, I, let's just consider the leadership that are here. There's some mm. very powerful people here. Exactly. And I don't want to make, just for the audience, when I say that, I don't want to uh, overstate it, but uh these people are very capable human beings. Let's mm. just put it that way. And you, I've done an interview with a few of them already. So yes, yes. Um, anyone who's been following me will understand what I'm saying. Mm. So we're not trying to be, oh, they're big and powerful. It's not like that. Uh, now, not one of those people have I seen wearing a pair of sunglasses. Now, that's very fitting for the occasion. And in fact, I th I'm nearly certain I've only actually seen one person wearing sunglasses. And now that all the, the people that are paying for tickets to be here, um, I think a couple of them are, but that's different. Mm. Um, isn't it all about um, reconnecting with each other? And how do you reconnect with each other is the, one of the primary ways is through the eyes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. They say that that's the key to the soul, but with our Indigenous, is uh, it can be confronting also. Yes, I understand that. Mm -hmm. But in the sense that um, everyone's coming together, and mm -hmm. I, I understand where you're coming from, but without, um, I'm just trying to make the point that uh, it really struck me. It was like um, someone came and tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, look at this. I don't know how to put it. Actually, that's why your sunglasses broke, you know, because... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there, there's um, there's signs that, that come in. So I would be saying, uh, they're saying, you know, you don't need... This is how strong spirit is on this country. Yeah. They will be actually saying with you, uh, take your well, sunglasses off and you see what you need to see through your own eyes. That, that's right. That's that's what I'm thinking. It's something like that. I don't mm. want to try and go, I hope people don't think I'm being hippy-dippy. It's, uh, oh, no. it's, it's something that really hit me this morning. And here's the other part to it that, that sort of adds a little bit to the mystery. Yeah. Dara's sunglasses broke in such a way that there was no way you could repair them. Okay. So he couldn't do that. 
with mine, they snapped like in the middle between the, the lenses. Mm-hmm. So I went um, to and bought some super glue. Okay. Yes. Now they're pl- it's a plastic frame, right? Mm-hmm. And there was quite a bit of surface area there. Do you know that the super glue would not set? Oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah. It, it it truly it frustrated the hell out of me. <laughs> And then I gave up in disgust and I thought that uh, possibly I, I got one of those packs where it's three little tiny tubes so you yes. don't waste it. Sort yes, of yes. And um, I thought maybe that's an off batch. Uh, and I admit I didn't test the theory and open another one because I was just getting crapped off at the time. So they've gone back into the backpack and they'll probably never see the light of day again. Oh. Um, I'll probably just go and buy a new pair when I get home. But um, it was just such a, uh, one of those moments that just sort of jumped out and slapped me across the face this morning. I just went, huh, I wonder if that's what it was all about. Well, that's sort of like a block. And what we sort of say, if there's something that's meant to be, it will be. But that's that's telling me that you're, especially with self in the middle, uh, the other guy completely needed to see more than you. And you, you, I look at the spiritual side of that that person. So yours has gone in the middle, but you're determined that you're going to fix it. But spirit says, no, yeah. you're not going to fix it. Yeah. It was so <laughs> you have interesting. to keep your eyes open uh, it was all the time. All the time. Yeah. It was so mm. interesting. So anyway, Sandy, um, <laughs> let's get on to it. Yeah. Who is Johnny Lyons? Oh, Johnny Lyons. Well, actually, he's my uh, my great granddad's, which through my history finding out. Yeah, you've had um, a research. Always. I've had a research, and it's all uh, it's all uh, proven. So Johnny Lyons is my great uh, granddad. Uh, so let's George go back. What Macquarie. year are we talking about? Uh, great granddad was born in eighteen forty eight to eighteen fifty. Wow! And he was the son of. Um, well, there was a, a, a male born to Queen Louise Carpenty. She just kept that name. Uh, now, who's uh, Queen Louise? Queen Louise Carpenty is a, was a strong matriarch of uh, who would welcome the governors and that come. Oh, Indigenous lady. Oh, she's an Indigenous gotcha, lady. Gotcha, a, yeah. A tra- yeah, a traditional tribal woman. Right. So she would um, say, and it's, and it's quoted in, in bo- uh, a book, um, that... The governors would come and they're checking out South Australia. They want a state similar to England. Oh, okay. So that's where the letter of patent and the province of South Australia was developed in 1836. This is all written at the beginning. This This is is the history. And we're going to talk about your book specifically in a little bit. So Johnny Lyons was my step. Uh, my great granddad's half brother. I found out. I thought he was stepbrother, but they had the same mother, Queen Louise. She was a very, very. I just admired her so much because she could see the men being killed off. She could see the culture going, but she was a very spiritual lady, and she knew that they were trying to get the black out of the people. Okay, by bringing people uh, out, because my great-grandfather was the first um, Aboriginal or part Aboriginal man to marry a white woman who was brought out from England. and um, the, the first in South Australia or in Australia? Yes, in, 
Well, uh, South, South Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm not quite sure, but South Australia yeah. was, they were looking at making that like a province, like the, for the monarch. Yeah, but your your research has since confirmed that it was in South Australia. Yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely, right. yes. And um, so this this journey, which I've, I've written about, and how they set even King William IV up, he was part Irish, and so they get an Irish man in. You know, and um, yeah, the, all these, all the indigenous or original people of South Australia are allowed to go where they want to go. Mm. There was not, you know, they wanted to be seen that it was a free state for our yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But I found out that King William the Fourth passed mysteriously uh, a year later, and then that crown uh, was the, um, uh, the oh, there was the the crown that was. Uh, brought out under great granddad was um, it was I look, looked at where it was handed down. And I said he's handed it down to his daughter. Who's she? And then there were, the history stopped. So I'm I'm really confused. So yeah, we, we, when you say you're great, can we go back to Johnny Lyons for a sec? Yes. So your mother mentioned him and you found out who he was. Who he was, yes. And he was the son of 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 your great-grand... Or the, the half-brother of your great-grandfather. Exactly. Yeah, but how did that... When you, did you ever find out what your mother meant when she said the name? Well, well, she didn't really understand, but she knew Johnny Lyons because when you go to the cemetery, you can see where all the important people are up, like George Mason, the protector of Aboriginal Mary and, and William Lyons, who were the Queen's cousins. Right. And then down the back, <clears throat> granddaddies with no headstone, then they say that down the back where the blacks are. So these are the blacks that the the royalty... Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was... there was. Were they royalty, these people, or were they... Well, royalty? the Queen's cousins, yes, were, were Mary Bowes Lyon and William Bowes line, but they took the bows out because they didn't want that to be recognised. Yeah. Recognised. Yeah, so when they, they brought them out, um, William Lyons was married to a, a white woman. Mary yeah. Lyons smoked a pipe. So um, they would have lived in a grand house, and they would have had not really in no. there because Wellington. It wasn't. They didn't. They well, wanted them to blend in. Yeah, yeah. And John Lyons, who ended up to be another son of William Lyons and, and Queen Louise. Mm. I'll just call her Queen Louise because that's what they called her. This is your great-great-great-grandmother. Great-great-grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole story is really involved. But in the second book, I had to do more research because great-granddad passed in a Glenside Mental Hospital at 78 and my younger cousin had bipolar, so he was able to get information from Glenside Hospital relating to great-granddad. And when they picked him up and put him into Glenside, he was found roaming around with supposed dementia. And so when he went to Glenside, uh, he just didn't eat. He, he passed a, a week later and that right. he was buried on the 8th of the 8th, 1926. And right. that's a big, that's a big, it's a lion's gate portal on the 8th of the 8th. And it's coming up in August, which I know is going to be re very relevant for my family and for what I'm doing here. Right. Because I go with astrology and I just work in with, um, with ancient teachings. So I've got 
uh, my own way of um, writing and I've got my own way of investigation and I just trust my miwi. My miwi says when it gets on fire, I have to stand up and say something or walk away. Um, that's been my learning process. Now, your miwi, um, mm. uh, we're going to cover that as part of this, the first book you wrote. This yes. is where you, you learned about that. Yes, exactly. So, um, I'll tell you what, why don't you let me show you the book. Yes. Um, on camera for everyone. So can I put that up there? Does that work? Hopefully everyone can see that. I should have got that's, another camera ready so we could have a, like a document. Yeah. Camp. And that's the first copy in 2018 that was published by Balboa in America. Right. Under Louise Hayes, who's virtually a uh, self-healer. And there's a much younger Sandy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it does. It happens to the best of us. So yeah. your first book, um, tell us a little bit about it. Well, um, like I said, when we were um, working up in North Queensland, uh, not Queensland, Western Australia, from Perth up to Broome, I met Anne Pellini, who's was they, they do documents and that. So, um, and it was against a, a nuclear. So we were on a mission, uh, Peter and myself, and so we worked up there. We were away from South Australia for about four months. Yeah, uh, just uh, working with communities and working with. Uh, a, East Kimberley, a community development programs. And then we got a, a, an opportunity for six weeks to work at Derby, top of, um, of uh, uh, Northern Territory. Yeah. And so we uh, worked there on a camp where they were uh, had young uh, trainees, uh, young youth uh, building. And then so we were looking after them, feeding them and, uh, you know, doing the um, uh, generator yeah, oh, yes. and, and just making sure after that everything, yeah, and so we got paid because Anne and her husband were going overseas for about six weeks. So they yeah. asked us to um, look after. To do caretake. Caretake. That's it. So that was an experience and I'll that's bet. where I've learned a Is lot. this where you, at the point where you'd already retired or? Oh, yes. 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 So you, you've, you've had your full, you've had a full life yes. and then you've so-called retired and started working again and exactly. followed your passions. Exactly. That's, yes. that's wonderful, Sandy. I'm so pleased for you. Yes. Well, I think that's the whole thing of um, taking chances and just uh, manifesting yeah. what you want. And um, I've always been a bit of a gypsy, called a gypsy from my family. So uh, that wasn't going to stop because I'd retired from, you know, my I had my own business, Body Mind Link Service. Oh, right. So it's always been involved with healing uh, full-time This has uh, been your counseling. whole life. Yeah. Yes. Community work, working with Families SA, which I'm actually challenging now, which is the Department of Child Protection. I've worked in mental health. When I went to Sydney, I uh, got the sack because I um, uh, got a woman who was living in a, a house, a community house, who was a, a, a very proper woman and she had money. And I said, what are you doing here with, you know, there's, there's a lot of you know, distraught people here. And she said, oh, I don't know. Anyway, so I said, do you, do you want me to get you a unit and a nurse? And she said, oh, that'll be good. So I said, oh, look, let's go and, and uh, see what furniture you've got. So I took her on a weekend. Uh, one day I was working uh, as a carer there. And so we went at, and um, and I checked um, with her and just said, got her, you know, met a lovely young nurse from England. I said, do you want a job? <laughs> so um, I got her a job at Bondi, a nice little unit, got mm -hmm. her a nurse so she was set up and I got the sack from 
what from what organisation? Uh, well, it was a home home care mental health um, where they were getting people out of the uh, institutes right into home care, which has failed drastically. Yeah. And so I saw this, and I, I just, I did. If I thought about it, I probably would have thought, "Oh my God, I'd lose my job. I'm over here in Sydney paying rent." <clears throat> and um, um, so I didn't think about it. But the funny thing was, they had three lawyers that took me on, and I thought, "I, I haven't got the money, so I'll have to defend myself," which I did. Sorry, I'm sorry. So, do you, are you saying that you took her in? Yeah, I got her her own unit because she had the money. And they thought, they said, oh, Sandy's after her money. And I said, oh, you've got to be joking. They were. So you just did the right thing. You were yes. just doing a real human spirited thing. Exactly. Wow. And they took me on, three lawyers for that organisation because they wanted the money for the public trustee, you see, because she had money. Oh, of course they did. Of course. So they wanted money. So I was, who's this woman that's coming in and taking our clients and making them independent? Don't these people just make you sick? Oh, yeah. Look, you you just really don't believe. But the funny thing is how I know I'm protected and Spirit looks after me. I had a beautiful woman judge. So she listened to the story and basically everything was in my favour because I had a letter from Joanne who was my client and other people. And um, uh, she said, Excuse me, all you lawyers, you have to pay Sandy six weeks' pay and yeah. all the costs go They're wasting her time. Wasting her time, basically. But they should have paid you a lot more than six weeks. Well, pay. I was lucky because they, they, they sacked me instantly with nothing. And I thought, oh, God, how am I going to pay for my unit? So yeah. she, she gave me six weeks. But guess what? Richmond Fellowship, the biggest mental health in the world, approached me and said, do you want a job? Straight wow. away. So, so the universe just just looked after me. Yep. Because I did the right thing and I had the right intent for my client. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh man, that makes me sick, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so well, let's talk about. Your book. <laughs> Have we started talking about? Your Actually, book yes, a lot of lot of stuff is part of my book, and uh, what? Yes, tell us the, the name of your first book. Yes, well, it's Wurra Warren W-U-R-R-U-W-A-R-R-I-N. And when I had an interview with Kate Delaney on uh, uh, American national radio, I've had two, uh, really? two of the, um, she's wanted um, uh, uh, an interview, which I only did a few weeks ago with my second book. Oh, wow. And I said, I haven't even had a chance to get my second book out because so much has happened from this book yeah. because I'm actually brought out a philosophy, Wurra Warren philosophy for the women because with this um Business with the me we being taken away. I thought, my goodness, great grandmothers sent me to write about it, and she's with me all the time, and she's pushing me, pushing me all the time. Because it's when you're dealing with the ancestors, it's like they're around you all the time. And what I do explain to people is to say, hey, when I used to have to go to Sunday school, say, oh yeah, I've sinned one day a week, and then you come back and you do the same. Mm. I said, with this spirituality. You're talking to them all the time, so they're always around. So it's not a, it's not a process, or it's not a ritual. It's just a very like being. Yeah. Yeah. 
And um, so with Wurrawarran, it is about where the wind has blown me. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's how I uh, express, you well, know. Well, tell us a little bit about it. Where does it start? What's it about? Because well, I, I noticed you got a subtitle there. Yeah, well. Uh, where the wind blows. Where the wind blows. Now, just to explain a little bit about South Australia, I know that I'm Yarraldy, which is a mob on Wellington, on the River Murray, just out of Murray Bridge. Okay. I know mum went to school there and she knew the, the Regnies and the Sumners and, and people that I've met also. Yeah. So, um, we're, and it means knowing and believing. Now, knowing is, and believing is about the me, we, the soul. It knows. You don't even have to ask. So... I've I've had to go through and think. Okay, there was a a, a subject in my next book was pan spiritism, right. and I wrote a bit about what is pan spiritism, mm. and it works out that the the scientists have to um, say something that we've known for ten thousands of years, and guess what it means? Please tell me. Just being. Yeah. So. We get criticised for just being because we sit around and yak and, you know. It's interesting that um, I, 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 I watch the headlines like the new science headline, not not new science, but what I mean is uh, new discoveries and, you know, new things that have been discovered in archaeology and things like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a nerd like that. I just, I don't get super into it, but I, I, I do follow a few mm. YouTube channels about things like that and it's really interesting. Uh, but they've, scientists all around the world have been proving mm. over the last sort of 15 years-ish yes. that a lot of these ancient philosophies were based in a real science. Now, well, do you the, know what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. Well, when I was doing my studies, Maslow's theory, which always stuck in my mind, mm. was when Maslow wanted to use the word spirituality, he mm. was not allowed to. That was in 1943. So Maslin's through is about the triangle and the human development stages. Oh, yes. So I challenged that. That stuck in my mind when way, way back about, well, what? And now I used to question, well, you want uh, the up at the top of the table is self-actualization. And I said, well, what do you want self-actualization about? Is that just the materialistic attitude? Or I said, what about religion and, and spirituality? So why was he not allowed to use spirituality? They could use religion because that was yeah. how they wanted to um, you keep us suppressed yeah. and not use the miwi. Well, you weren't allowed to know that there was an, another part of yourself that Ex lives on. Exactly, mm. exactly. So I made my own uh, um, flyer type of thing about Maslow's theory because I, I – I, I worked on his theory about self-actualization, and now I use the word authenticity. Right. Okay, so it's much more. Yeah, accurate. well, it's it's actually going along with everything's happening, and we're evolving so quickly that my book and my teachings have had to change because people are evolving, we're evolving at the same level. So what I've actually used to teach, you know, with the life lesson numbers, to say, for example, the kids love that. The kids get it all. Yeah. And um, so I usually tell a few stories about uh, some of the um, articles in my book, which is teaching the kids their life lesson number, which is just their birth date, uh, say if it's the 5th 
of um, a December 5, 12, 17, uh, 17, 2000, 17, 18, 19, 1 and 9 equals 10, right. which is a number 1. So I've got a chart that says, okay, you're a number 1. So that means uh, anger and uh, persist, uh, no perfection, just off the top of my head. Yeah. And so you have to work, your life lesson number is when you're born. So when you're a kid, you're angry. So you have to ask, oh, what am I angry about? And then you find out that you're, um, you have to work towards a perfectionist. Right. So just say for myself, because I'm a number one also. So I, as a kid, I was passively angry because I was a female. I had to, my mum was always working. There was relationship problems. So I had to be just on my own. I had an older brother who looked, looked after me. Um, but so, and then it wasn't until I was writing, I said, and I write about, well, what was I really angry about? Then I thought, oh, my God, I was passively angry. Mm. Uh, but then I had to learn forgiveness and uh, compassion and humility. So they're the hardest emotions to learn when yeah. you're actually wanting to be a spiritual person, person with good intent. Right. Well, I'm pretty sure I was a number two. I was the right little shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, your number two is mean you're, you're needing, you're needing somebody with you, uh, oh, right, either in a partnership or you depend on your mother or father. Well, I was just joking about that. But no, but I'm just saying, come up for a reason. <clears throat> it's interesting. Andre. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. everything, if there's a reason for everything. Well, you might have got me there. <laughs> I, 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 I might have, um, I might have let something out yeah, of the bag, but yeah, I shouldn't have let out of the bag. I'm checking you out. <laughs> I can't smile too much. Um, the, the air out here is so dry. I'm having mm. constant problems with my lips. Yeah. And uh, I went scrounging through my backpack the other day, thinking that I, I had this thought that I might have put a tube of pawpaw cream in. Yes. And I hadn't. Oh my god. Uh, well, it's certainly. I, I kind of think that I did, but I can't find it. Yeah, okay. So that, that's what happens when you. I've got some bush cream back home, so we'll get a little tube and give it to you because the air is dry. And I know myself, I've got bush bush lip medicine that I've just got to use all the time. And there's some around here anyway. So right. We'll yeah. fix that up for you. Yeah, that would be great. Um, if everyone's wondering what that uh, white thing is here, uh, we did a night session last night and we had this awesome light. Oh. Uh, that we diffused through this. Wow. Uh, I'm really regretting not bringing some lights. I really am because uh, uh, I really need them out here. But yeah. the, the the thing about it was that we were supposed to travel out here with a uh, box trailer oh. and that was going to carry all the camping equipment mm. and that didn't come through. Yeah. So there was limited space and I had to cut something. I know. And I cut the thing that I needed the most. Yeah. <clears throat> Otherwise I would have been all sorted out. But anyway, that's all good. So continuing on. Yes. So what is your book about? Well, I'm going to open it up. This is what I do when uh, people are come and ask me for uh, uh, counselling and I just say, hey, put your hand on the book. You put your hand on the book and open a page. Okay. Okay. This opens your subconscious. And this goes right back to you. Okay, I haven't got my glasses, but I'll just oh, read gosh, the don't, don't ask me now. Okay, to, recon to reconcile, we all, ha uh, we all have to start working, understanding and accepting one another. Is there blame, judging, criticising the self? 
thoughts can transfer from one person to another. So if your family, friends, workmates give off negative vibes, you will connect with the energy. These are skills to rid of these patterns. Awareness is the skill. And with initiative, with in intuitive training, an insight can be strengthened and awakened to activate a higher universal intelligence. Now, isn't wow. that why we're here? That, that, that's really mysterious, isn't it? <laughs> As I said, everything happens for a reason. And this works so well. The, the two people that I've done healing with on here, and then I've got them to open the book. I tell you what, they, they're shocked. Okay, so I'm still wanting to know what the book's about. Yeah, well, that's what it's about. Just exactly what I read, that paragraph that uh, you opened. You opened this. Yeah, I know. So you're here learning about intuitive senses, which is your miwi. And you know that story that you told me about the glasses? Yeah. You don't need glasses. Look at these. I got, I had to get glasses because my eyes were watering. Yeah. And uh, I left my good Polaroids back home, so I got these in a nice shop in Alice Springs. Okay. So I don't need them now when, when I've, you know, but maybe I was at that stage where I was, wasn't seeing things clearly when I first come here. And then uh, I got my glasses and then everything seemed to happen well and then I can take them off or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was a sign for yeah. me also. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know if it necessarily – what I was saying then was really making a comment on whether wearing glasses was right or wrong. It was just uh, – it was really it, mysterious how it, it happened. And, I mean, you just opened that – I mean, I just opened that page. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's interesting. So, but what um, – I've got to ask you, though. Okay. But what's your book about? <laughs> Look, it's, it's my own biography, okay. So when I was writing my own biography, people said, oh, you better be careful, Sandy, because you could get sued. And I said, oh. What? Why? Oh, because I'm a truth teller. And so many people from my, uh, my, uh, my great-grandmother's heritage in the 70s when the government were divide and conquering, they would go all around Australia to certain families and just say, hey, we'll give you money if you... Uh, do what we virtually tell you to do. Mm. You'll be in control. You'll be big king, big queen. That, yeah. That's how they talk to them. This is around Australia. So it happened back in Narangiri country. Right. Where they put th about 20, 20 odd clans together. And when you know that they all speak different language and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was lucky to know I'm Yaraldi. And um, there was a case against Ram and Jerry where they were saying it was their country, but that fell through because I learnt that through that, Mark. That, that, that process would have caused a lot more trouble, it sounds oh, to me. Exactly. So right. we've been actually doing little fights all, all along the way. Um, but um, And then I um, took out a, a PMA. So I What's so, that, sorry? Well, someone headhunted me from... Uh, East Coast and coming over to South Australia said, oh, we're interested. Would you be the leading matriarch for South Australia? I said, what? I said, I don't even really belong to a community. Yeah, but they yeah. said, I said, why? And they said, well, you've written two books which are gazetted. Ah. Okay. So gazetted means uh, the police, uh, mental health, health, um, uh, DCP, which I'm challenging, um, are all PMAs, Private Membership Association. We are all Public Membership Association because we've got a, a, a birth certificate. So they own us. The government own us. Yeah, well. Yeah, 
and that's what we're, we're this is what the fight now, is we? about mm. so i'm lucky i got information before so i i've got a private membership association and it's Wurra warren and it's spiritual most others are about money or you know land or whatever they're fighting against but mine's spiritual wow and i've got a, a four clients and these clients are two parents with two boys, little boys that have been stolen from DCP, fifth generation stolen boys. Okay. So this is recent. This is now. Mm. I'm going back to South Australia and I'm having this organisation, original sovereign tribal federation Mm. behind me Mm -hmm. to challenge uh, native title. Mm -hmm. And because my great granddad's number 70 on the list. So I've got, the proof and I've been told that all those people that are on it are under a false illegal government. Mm-hmm. So with me going in and claiming with the proof that my great grandfather yep. is on the native title list, I can go and say, I want his name off the list. And also I'm giving you this notice to give out to all the other members, telling them why. Yeah. Tell us why. Is because the government is illegal and it's written in my book about right, South so Australia, the letter of patent right. and the 1836 takeover of South Australia as a province. Right. So can I just clarify that mm-hmm. there? That because you, um, you, the claim is that the government's illegal, yep. by being on native title means that you agree with the government. Yes. Yeah. Yes, actually. Just to make so that clear for everyone. That's good. Yes. Yeah, so it's a it's a a way that we're hoping, and we if with enough people around Australia are are actually uh, I'm I'm actually doing that with DCP because I can challenge them as a private membership association. Right. I can challenge another private, but if I was public, I couldn't chat. I would challenge them, but they just throw you away you know they screw everything up and say oh you you can't come into our law courts because you know so there's a big there's a lot of discrimination yeah well that's the word it's the discrimination I've, i've put two words together and it's perjury and persecution yeah. Which which I'm using Wurra Warren because in the South Australian court case they had perjury. They've lied about. They said that South Australia and Wurra Warren didn't have the Seven Sisters story. Now that's laughable. Seven Sisters story are worldwide, so they're they're idiots basically. Right. And also persecution from that perjury that they've done in the South Australian law court. They have actually uh, persecution has followed. So everybody can tell their story about war and whatever under perjury and persecution yeah. from this book. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's all being gazetted. It's truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. The research has been confirmed. Exactly, exactly. So it's very important. And I'm telling people if they can't afford the book, go to your library and get them to get Di Bill's book on Wurra Warren because she's the archaeologist where I got my information from. And then they can go, oh, and get in Sandy Ross's book too, Wurra Warren Where the Wind Blows. Wow, Sandy. Um, it's such an honour to meet you. It, is, it really is. You must be um, extremely proud of your accomplishments. I'm just so grateful. I really am grateful. And I, I say to my ancestors who were with me all the time, I just say thank you. for, And I'm very honoured to be chosen in this lifetime this. at this time because this is, I've, and I've actually said to the women, use my two books to take back to your community as a blueprint 
and then put your own healing words in it, your own language, please do that. I've offered that. There's no copyright. They can do that. I've given them my permission. That's incredible. So it, I don't do you, want to try, Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to own it. I just want yeah. them to be able to challenge and use this as a blueprint. Sandy, it's, it's like a story of a child being lost mm. and then found their fa- their family by themselves again. Like, well, it is. You found, you found your family. Yes. You, you finally, after all this time, you found your family. Yes, and at this age, uh, I can I can retire basically because the committee that we're setting up with the strong women here, and it's just going to go through. We had Auntie Nelly uh, at the end of our last um, women's business circle. She was in the car, lover. She's the Uluru. Uh, big matriarch, very special in her 80s. So she's here. And she said at the end of our women's meeting, new dreaming. And she said, I see this is, she said a few other things, but these are the things I remembered. Mm. She said, I see millions of women. Oh, I'm getting gooses. Yeah. Spirits talking. And this is so strong worldwide. This is worldwide. Yeah, and it's it's women together with women and men together with and women men, and yeah. men, women and men. Oh, together. definitely. It's not just a women's thing, but the women are, are holding holding it now, yeah. and the men are walking. We're walking side by side. Yeah, and that's, that's right. where the power comes. And that's in. what they are trying to stop. Exactly, and yeah. Now, Sandy, let's talk a little bit about your second book. Okay. Yes. What's that one about. Well, Shall we hold it up for the audience? Would you like me to hold no, it up? Well, actually, you? I haven't got the second book. Oh, I've, I thought that's no, what you had here. This is my journal, which someone gave me. This is parts of uh, sections of my, my third book. Oh, so you're, Look, okay, I, that's your journal. You're writing yes. a, a, another book in now. Exactly. So, oh, wow. so I thought, uh, yes, oh, just sorry. the way it's done up, I didn't see it, notice that it was a notebook. It looks like an actual book book. Yes, and I'm putting the well, dates. You've, done, you've written quite, quite a, lot a few. Already. Yes. Um, so this is research. This is research, and it, it's just a little bit like time for silence, a blessing in times of preparation. Wurra Warren Matriarch Sacred Law is combining two way culture approach. The Crimes Act 1914 will be utilising against carrying system uh, so that humanity. Uh, um, can regain our freedom from uh, persecution and institutional policies and practices. That's the sort that will be coming in my next book. Wow. Yeah. It's really awesome. It's, it's yeah, I'm really. You're working so hard. I am. And it's, it's, uh, I've been challenged with family and relation and relationships, but um, I just feel so compelled complete at this time. And oh, I bet you do. Yeah, and uh, I'm like a, a young kid and I act like a young kid. I act like but a you're a ch- But this is the thing. Um, just because you're getting old. Yeah. Yeah. The, you're still achieving. And doesn't it feel great? Oh, and the wisdom that I can talk to a young girl last night who yeah. was writing and I say, hey, what are you writing? Oh, well. She's in her 20s. Yeah. And then she was telling me uh, that she's writing uh, like for comic books. Oh, and I said, "Oh, good! You can challenge old Disney." <laughs> and she wanted we would, and she brought up the subject. She said, "What do you think about clever men and clever women?" Because we saw the both saw the yeah, the clever yeah, man. Yeah. So what? How is brilliant is that? We is, sat is for it, an hour. Do you know that I also now I'm not. I mean, a lot of people think that um, I'm some sort of journalist. Mm. People say that to me all the time. Oh, you're a, and I, it feels really strange. Yes. To that. 
because it's not really the way I see myself. But um, I ended up sitting down alongside a young man yep. this morning uh, who's only just finished university, actually did film, and he really wants to be um, doing that sort of work. Yes. And uh, I said, oh, wow, mate, I'm, well, I'm over here doing a podcast and making videos and things like that. Why don't you come and hang out? And yeah. I haven't seen him yet, but um, that was sort of a similar story. Just thought I'd oh, share that. And, well, that's great because he will, because they're so shy, you know. He, uh, he was a little bit. I think, yeah, yeah, a little bit shy. And then he'll go have to go away and reflect and think about it. But then there'll be something, because the ancestors then come in and, and like, a light bulb will go. Yeah. And you'll see him come back the same with the young lass yesterday. Yeah. And uh, she just wanted to sit down and then her sister came yeah. and said, oh, you got to come and eat, sister girl. <laughs> yeah. And so I said, oh, look, you're doing a good job. I can see you asked her her age. And I said, by the time you're 28, that's your satin return. I'll bring you my little astrology. I said, you'll be writing comic books and they're going to be so successful because they're for the younger children. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it'll have the right message. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Gee, isn't it um, just so incredible to be here? Uh, everyone... We're, uh, I'm sorry I don't have a camera on the serene, uh, the, the scenery to, uh, uh, this afternoon. Mm. It's an absolutely glorious day. We're looking out, uh, from this camping location at three sort of mountain tops. I guess yes. They're yes. small mountains though. Um, and there's another one behind us and we're sitting right by a dried creek bed at the moment and these... In places like um, the the middle of Australia, everyone, it ain't, the creeks only run during wet season, mm. uh, and it's a beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? Uh, is, the sun's just starting to go down. Yeah, and, and the creek. I mean, you can tell that the creek's still running underneath. The trees are yes. really green. Yes, there's yes. trees in the middle of the creek. Did you know also, Sandy, that there's actually two. That's a, an island right there. So you see, we've got the stream in front of us. Yes, or w what would be a stream? It's quite large, probably about. I don't know, 15 metres across? Yes, yeah. yeah. Then that's an island. There's another stream on the other side. Oh, yeah. this is so, the beauty of, of this country. It's I just love it. Um, You know, the spiritual connection, and I've always said to people, I don't underestimate the spirit of this land. It is very, very strong. And when you come out and you know and you meet the law men and the law women, mm. uh, you know, than the stories they can tell. It's, it's been really interesting, everyone. We've had some yeah. um, elders speaking to us, which has been fascinating. And, oh gosh, aren't some of them funny? Oh, I love very their humour. Very old and wise, <laughs> but very, very funny. Exactly, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I was just about crying the other day with, I can't remember the man's name, but, um, yeah. oh, gosh, he was a character. And he, I was laughing so much, I started having tears coming down my face, and I was trying to film him. It was horrible. It was actually but, torture. But that, but actually, yeah, but that's good because that's the emotion coming out. Yeah. And um, when when you, when you hear it and you feel it, and like we were talking before, being passionate, mm. uh, and they're just naturally, you know, like funny. They are. <laughs> they are. What other experiences have you had here that have been really um, one to remember? Because uh, we've all been here like five days now. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. But I flew in and got and got picked up and uh, um, and and came just with a um, what is it a swag? Yeah, like no me. tent. 
No, Ted. No, you know, what, no, what were you, you thinking? Oh, yeah. not with this cold weather, though. We're oh, so, so you really. haven't got a swag like that one over there. No. Oh, you poor <laughs> and, thing. And can you believe, one day, we, you know, I had that, so I was rugged up, and then someone else has given me another sleeping bag, and I've uh, been given a, a cape with a hood, and so I really rug up. But then we turned around one morning, and there's a tent there, and we said, oh, Sandy, you have that tent. Oh, okay. lovely. So I've got you the got tent. You got taken care of. Yeah, yeah. And then all these other things keep coming in, so yeah. it's nice and warm. And that's like me too. Yeah. We, we um, came up here with some other people and it didn't really work out. Yeah. Uh, so we were left with no food and, you know, things like that. And look, just for the audience's information, there was no big, super big drama. It's not even worth talking no, about. No. But, um, uh we um, got here, didn't know what was going to go on. We, we'd been, we'd had on the journey out here, we'd had our heads filled with all kinds of misinformation. Mm, yes, I don't want to yeah. use that word, but that's what yes, it was. It was, yeah. And um, we got here and instantly, um, Dara, my, my traveling partner over there, he and yes. I were just in, involved immediately. Yeah. It was just in interesting the way it all played out. Totally the opposite to what we'd been told coming out. Ah, uh, exactly. And I was in the car on the way up through the Great Central Road thinking, oh, what have I done? Why am I here? Yeah. Yes. And then I got here and I realised why I was here and yep. I thank those people for bringing me here. Oh, definitely. Look, this is going to be an experience of, for history. Um, I really believe that. Oh, I do too. And you don't say anything like that um, unless you really mean it, you know, because... Yeah. It's, it's, it's part of your heart, soul and, and just the feeling that, um, and I, I felt that when I was telling my story, I felt rather guilty when I heard other stories and I thought, oh my God, I have been privileged. And, um, and so I, I'm, I write with passion and I cried, you know, a lot of us cried mm. in the circle and when we heard their stories, you know, mm. our original people's stories and what they've been through while I was, you know, yeah. at school and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm so proud that I can do at least contribute some of the emotions and feelings that I've felt. And I told them in that point, I, I hope I do it justice. Yeah. That I can make my ancestors mm. But proud. that's why you're here, Sandy. There's nothing to feel guilty about. No. Um, look, I, I, I understand where you're coming from though. Mm. I did an interview with three gentlemen last night. Mm. Uh, two, two of them had been wards of the state, uh, and had very rough upbringings, uh, very, yes. very, very bad upbringings. And now they're just real men. Yes. Yeah. And they're yes. great men. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Really great men. Um, and I'm so honored to, to have met them and you know, um, I can't say enough how how grateful I am that I'm here. Oh, same here. You know, and mm. when talking about the men, I, I wrote a chapter, just came through, uh, pain, uh, pain awareness. Mm. And the pain awareness, I had to say this in a group of women that, um, you know, they didn't scar their body for self-harm. They scarred their body for law and respect. And yep. they carried that with them with pride. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when probably, you know, they were, the colonizers come that, oh, God, they're barbaric, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, to turn, flip everything, I flip everything so that 
this is proud. So I said, this is why we don't have, we don't, didn't have jails. We didn't have psychological problems because the, the law was strong and it was harsh, mm. but it had to be mm. and it was respected. And so yeah. that's where pain, we've got to go through emotional pain to get to this journey. Mm. Uh, but what, what, what has our society done? Dulls us with the pharmaceuticals. Oh, it, it, so we're not listening look, to our bodies. And uh, I mean, I make this point on, on the podcast, um, kind of regularly, uh, mm. Pharmaceutical companies are not there to make you better. Oh. They're there to drain your bank account. Mm. That's what yeah. it's all about. And to make it addic- yeah, addiction, another addiction. They are, they, are th- they are there to make you sick. Or, yes. or if you happen to fall into that honeypot of being sick, then they, they get you there mm. and then they keep you sick. Yes. And yes. Uh, look, um, it's not a conspiracy theory. There have been cures for cancers and all sorts of things come out. And yep. then the lab do, uh, burns down. Exactly. And they're, they're, that is documented. Uh, mm. Everyone go do your research. Exactly. Uh, that's what happened. Uh, so, Sandy, um, what else would you like to talk about? Is there anything you'd like to, any piece of wisdom, wisdom you'd like to pass on to the audience? Well, I just think we're at a very interesting stage and I try and describe it by being 3D, which is a negative, which we're evolving out of. Mm. We have a lot of friends that have, um, uh, of talking to different people that we can't communicate anymore with. Yeah. And that's very upsetting. Um, and, uh, so there's, there's a lot of splits in families. So we've just virtually trying to work through that. Uh, as peacefully as we can because the new evolution is peace and harmony. Yeah. And so that's where I bring in, you know, compassion, forgiveness and being humble. And they're the hardest emotions to come from the programming that we've all been had since, well, since the last war and even before that. That's right. And um, and it's important to recognise that both white people and black people have lots of trauma. Yes. Um, look, um, I'm not trying to, trying to say, oh, look at me, look at me. But no. um, just as an example, yes. uh, most of my family came to Australia on a slave ship mm. as a POM, a prisoner uh, of yes. Mother England. Yes. Yes. So yes. That's, uh, that's where I come from. And my best friend <laughs> who I met since uh, primary school, she mm. came as a, a 10 pound POM, wasn't it? <clears throat> Ten pound pom, I think you know. They're, they're, ten pound to get to Australia. To get to Australia, mm. yes, mm. Yeah. yeah. And and they've you know everyone's got their history. I mean, England was taken over. Yeah, I know. You know, so and that's important to recognise. Yeah. And one thing I do write in my books is history doesn't repeat itself; man repeats history. That's right. And look, I'd like to make the point that a lot of what's gone on here mm. in the last two to three years now, the, the COVID thing, mm. a lot of that was enabled by people being so complacent and not knowing their history. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Do you know, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Uh, how old did you say you were in 60? Late oh, me? Yeah. yeah, myself. Yeah. I'm 75. I'll be okay. 76 this year. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. um, a man who was my manager mm-hmm. in, uh, at the company that I used to work for, mm-hmm. uh, it was an older gentleman, not a lot older, but I would say he would have been around 65. Yes, yes. I, I should know, actually. I just can't uh, think of the... So he'd be mature. He was an older man. <laughs> Do you know he had, he'd never heard of the um, uh, Nuremberg trials? 
He right. didn't know what I was talking, talking about. about. Mm. And yeah. uh, all of the issues that I was bringing up to him, trying to get him to understand what was going on, didn't have a clue. No. Not no. a clue where I was coming from, what I was talking about. No. You'd be Nothing. amazed of how many that haven't uh, gone and there's really no excuse. Well, there is because people are just so set. They'll, they'll do their normal job. Yeah. And, you know, like we were programmed, you go to work, you mm. come home, you eat a three, you know, three, three meals a day. Yeah, and, and you, go then, to work, yeah. you go to work. You go to work, then you retire. Uh, you save enough for a, a, a holiday, but one might die. You'll die before that. Or you've got all the, all the nomads now, my age, are out there traveling. Um, but you go into places, they can't even go off on the side track, and they've got their TVs. They've got, they're not really, you know, in the. And I think, oh, what? Yeah, I, like the, I couldn't believe it. Uh, oh, Oh, I stayed in a fair few caravan parks on my journey up here. Yes. Uh, yeah. And one of the places, <laughs> we, the, I mean, me there's some incredible amounts of money being spent on these these yes. things, isn't there? Um, oh, they're I... impressive. And one of them, the guy pulled up, and you know, he, he got he's got his his massive caravan in place and starts wheeling out. But one of the first things he did was pull out the satellite dish. Yes. This great big thing that sat off to the side, and they had full coverage of. You know, Everything. he hadn't left his life. He was just having his same life in a different place. Mm. And that's what it was all about. And I thought, that's interesting. Mm. But I shouldn't judge. I oh, don't, no. I, don't, I uh, don't think we judge. This is, I always say to people, I don't judge. I assess everything. Mm. So when you assess something, you virtually have to check it out because that's human nature. Mm. But judging is going away and, and gossiping. We can discuss this. Yeah, that's And then correct. let it go. I just say, let it go with love and light because correct. that's their journey. I'm glad but, you brought that up. Yeah, because mm. then you don't get karma because bad karma will come back. Whatever you put out, you'll get back. Right. And as uh, to whom I was, uh, the, uh, David was talking this morning, that once you uh, you put out, if, if you're doing spells or anything that's negative, it's going to come back tenfold now. Yeah. And yeah. really hitting people. Yeah. So. Um, I think it, I think even if people aren't into what you're saying, I think yeah. they could almost agree with you. Yes. Kind of thing, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And it's just that negative I mean, talking, gossiping and, well, you know, da, 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 da. Well, after what we've witnessed. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So there is change happening and it's going to get more and more intense, I, I feel. I think you're right. And um, because the ones that aren't the truth tellers and that, they're getting quite fearful because now there's names out there. They know who are they being challenged, and especially after this uh, this um, weekend and this week of very, very intense, passionate people about their yeah. freedom. So we're getting models from Western Australia mm. with the Freedom Fighters women. Then we said, "Hey, can we use your model?" And and because it's all been done before, basically. Yeah. So instead of going and doing it, hey, can we do? That? Yes, that makes us stronger because we're networking. And I said, "Well, I'll, I might, we might be able to get a group in South Australia." Yeah. And then worldwide. Because this is going worldwide. So other Indigenous uh, people or people that have been um, suppressed can take our models and then use them. And yeah. the people power is, it's Well, that's, it's the ultimate. It's, it's the, ultimate. the ultimate. A lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. They think you've got to have guns and, and that. No, we have to go with love. And, that, and we, what we're doing is we're outwitting the law. You know, talking. Well, the thing is, um, the thing that makes it really special for me here is that um, we literally have uh, some of, if not the top, 
most uh, the the top legal geniuses exactly uh, mm. right here in this camp with us. And um, if anyone doesn't understand who Mark McMurtry is, oh, then uh, I, I, I suggest you go and check it out. Check it out. Uh, exactly. You don't mess with him. You, you don't mess with Mark. Um, and, uh, you know, his friend Michael Nibbs down in Tasmania and uh, is the other one mm. that um, has forced barristers to admit that they're not legally in uh they, ha they weren't legally sworn in. Mm. And uh, that's something that um, top barristers in Tasmania uh, kicked and screamed against, but finally gave in and admitted that he was correct. As he's correct. And also four judges with, with David, you know, that have actually gone off on sick leave. And uh, so there all these little David things are happening. David Lumpa Cole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, beautiful man. Oh, he's an incredible, incredible uh, um, facilitator too. And, and thanks for bringing me back onto the point that I was making. Uh, mm. With people like that and all of the incredible support people around them, like Rose. Yes, yes. Um, nothing would happen without Rose here. Oh. Uh, who I interviewed the other day. Yes, yeah. Uh, I can see, and it took me a couple of days to realise it, but um, I was interested from the moment I walked in here. Yes. Um, but now I can see very clearly that uh, this isn't uh, just some sort of like, let's get together and sing songs right here. Mm. There's some serious shit going oh, on. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It, and it's, it's so uh, it's so brilliant and to be part of it because it, it empowers really all of us, even yeah. those that have come here with issues and whatever, We've em everyone's empowered. And it doesn't matter how much even any teeny weeny bit they'll go back and do what they need to do, mm. and they've got a they've got a purpose. They really do. Mm. Uh, Sandy, with that, um, I'd like to thank you for being on the Eight News Show. Oh, thank you so much, just for the invite, and um, it's been a real real pleasure talking to you. It's been a real pleasure here, especially out on bush country, <laughs> in this amazing location. Um, look, I, I, I really need to get extra cameras going, but uh, everyone, the, the position that we're in right now, we're, as we said earlier, we're next to this little creek, but mm. we're looking straight down through to the, uh, the end of the tribal area of the camping. We're, we're actually in the tribal area. In the area. tribal area, yeah. Um, and there's some absolutely amazing people around. We're having, um, there's been lots of activities going on today, but I noticed that, um, Lots of the people that are in the volunteer crew that have been here from the very, very mm. beginning uh, seem to be having a bit of a chill day. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I think they deserve it. <laughs> We've all worked really, really, really hard. hard. Mm. Um, but uh, it's kind of really nice that um, all the people that are normally rushing around, like my travelling mate sitting over there cuddling really? his dog, dog yeah. he's worked really, really hard. Yes. Um, yeah. and, uh, and it's been an absolute joy to be here. Yes, I, I just totally agree with you so we can go and relax. So the meals have been fantastic. Well, it's not Healthy. like everyone's jealous. They've been in I, incredible, haven't I they? know. And that, like, thanks to Rose and, and the, her management of the kitchen and they've done a fantastic job. I just can't uh, express uh, enough gratitude myself, yeah. uh, Andrew, for being here. And thank you so much. Thanks for, for joining invite. me so, um, this afternoon, Sandy. It's been yeah, lovely thanks. meeting you. Thank you. Um, look, uh, everyone, thanks for joining us today. Uh, this has been another broadcast from the Northern Territory at the Wittigen Conference. It's uh, Thursday the 28th and it's starting to get chilly. 
and I'm here with no shoes on. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna need my beanie now as well. <laughs> Everyone's um, getting really used to seeing me in a beanie these days since winter started. Uh, but anyway, everyone, thank you once again for joining us. If you would like to support the show, I'd really appreciate it if you could. Please become a patron um, if you can go to our website, the8newsshow.com. Sorry, I'll say it again, the8newsshow.podbean.com. You can find the patron button there. Um, anything, $4 a month would be amazing. A dollar a week, that would be incredible. But if you can only contribute less, then I'd really appreciate that as well. Um, also, uh, you can install the Podbean app and that'd be wonderful if you did that. I'm starting to muddle my words, Sandy. Um, if you install the Podbean app, everybody, uh, we do do live sessions. Obviously, not live, no lives going on out here in the Northern Territory. But um, normally, I do do Friday night live sessions. So if you install the Podbean app, you'll be able to chat along and ask questions during the live and possibly even dial in. So I'd love to have you on board with us. My name's Andrew. Thanks for joining me once again. And until the next time, good night. Must pay the price for his corruption. Hold the line, hold the line, oh, people. Hold the line, hold the line. Hold the line, hold the line, oh, people. Hold the line, hold the line. Politicians in their coats and their ties With Big Pharma will go down with their lies Hold the line, hold the line Oh people, hold the line, hold the line Hold the line, hold the line Hold the line, hold the line